Welcome to the Limitless Pet Business Podcast with Carly Edwards, the podcast that shares simple tips on how you can make more money and inject way more freedom into your life than you ever thought possible. Tune in for your weekly dose of online marketing, productivity, and passive income tips so you can grow the pet business of your dreams. Hey pet professional, welcome to another episode of the Limitless Pet Business Podcast. I hope you've had a really good week so far and everything's going well in your world. So today I want to talk to you, this episode is all about how to stop procrastinating and get shit done. So I think this is quite um, an interesting topic. It's a big topic because a lot of us do procrastinate, right, in our businesses on certain tasks. For whatever reason that is, we do end up feeling a little bit like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that today. I'll put that off for, you know, whatever reason that is. And there are a whole load of reasons as to why you could be procrastinating on something. But the thing about that is when we do procrastinate, it stops us from progressing in life and in business. It stops us from achieving what we want to achieve. We put it off, we put it off, and we never get to where we wanna go because we're procrastinating on it. We are waiting for something or other, right? So I wanna talk to you a little bit today about procrastination, what it's all about, how you can understand it a little bit better, how you can actually turn that around and make things better for you in your business and become more efficient and more productive in your business at the same time. So the first thing that I wanna mention is understand why you're procrastinating. This really is the first step in any any business when we're looking at procrastinating and how we can overcome it. So we really wanna understand why you're actually procrastinating. And that can be very, very unique to you, right? So we're all procrastinating for different reasons on very different tasks. So I want to talk to you a little bit about some of my own struggles with procrastination and you may see yourself in some of these as well. But the key here is we need to get a little bit curious and understand why we're procrastinating, bring it into our awareness so we can really understand, oh, okay, what's going on there? What's going on there for us? Why are we putting this off, right? Why are we putting this off? So for me, there are various reasons and I've put things off in the past because I just don't enjoy them. It's not a task in my business that I enjoy and I'm still doing it. There's still a responsibility for me to do it there, but I'm putting it off because I just don't enjoy it. I don't want to do it. I really just don't want to do it. For me personally, I used to do this for my old membership where I had to actually write templates and I just really didn't enjoy it. So I ended up putting it off until right until the end of the month, just before I was releasing the um, templates on the first of the next month. It just became this thing that I really dreaded and really didn't want to do. So I was procrastinating there because I just didn't enjoy it. I just didn't want to do it. So I would just kept putting it off until the last minute. So, you know, that might be similar for you in some cases in your business and certain tasks and things that you're doing in your business. It might just be because you don't enjoy it. You don't want to be doing it, right? The great thing about this as well, I will mention this before I go into some other areas, is when you get curious like this, when you become aware of 
some of those areas where you're procrastinating and you're putting things off, it starts to guide you into some important decisions that you may need to make in your business. So it's bringing your awareness to certain areas where you might be thinking, okay, this isn't right. This isn't in alignment with me and my business. So is it potentially something that I shouldn't be doing or I should be handing over to someone else or I should be kind of automating that in some way? So it it helps you to really understand what's going on there so you can make those important decisions for your business. And so your business can be easier, more free, more fun, right? So it's really, really important that we are getting curious about this. Other places that I used to procrastinate in my business was out of fear, really out of fear. And particularly for me was in the case of being visible, right? And putting myself out there because I was scared to do it because I'm really introverted and I wasn't comfortable doing it. And it just felt like, yeah, it just felt scary. It just felt really, really scary. So I'd really put that off. I put that off for years and years and years because I just didn't want to do it. There's a big part of me that just wants to just stay in my comfort zone and in my own little bubble, right? And not put myself out there because I'm not the kind of person that's comfortable sharing things about myself. I'm more comfortable these days before when I was first starting my business, it was a real challenge for me. It was something that I really, really struggled with. So there was kind of a fear, an underlying fear there that I had to work through before I could get to the point where, you know, being visible, it's okay. It's safe for me to be visible. So there may be some fear going on there for you as to why you're putting off certain things in your business. So get really curious about that. For me as well, there are a lot of times in my life where I didn't want to invest in anything. I would try and do everything myself. I felt that I could just figure out things myself as well. I didn't need to invest in other coaches and and support, that kind of thing, because I was just scared that it wouldn't work for me and I would end up losing a lot of money because of that as well. And that can really, really hold us back. So I procrastinated on getting the help that I needed for years and years, years and years. And at that time, my business did stay stuck. It stayed stuck at the same income level, which was like £13,000 a year for years, for like five years, five plus years. So in that case, we can really procrastinate on these things and think, oh, maybe next year, maybe when I'm in a position to actually do that when I feel I'm ready for that I will invest in that thing when often we need to turn that around and think right this is going to help me to get me to where I actually want to be so I need to be thinking how can I make it happen how can I make this happen so that I can invest in this and get the support that I need right now so that was a big one for me as well just not investing in myself and my business and just staying, just staying really stuck, really procrastinating on that. So for so, so many years I did that. Sometimes we can just feel like there's just far too much to do as well. Do you know that feeling when there's just so many things that you need to do? You've got this massive list as long as your arm of all of these things that you need to do in your business. It's, it just feels like too much So we just end up doing none of it. We don't know where to start. 
and we just procrastinate on even starting on that big list of things. I totally feel that, totally feel that. When you're first starting your business, you're in the early stages of your business and there's a lot for you to do, a lot for you to kind of set up. You know, there's lots of things to think about, like getting a website, designing a logo, being present on social media. If you're kind of more face-to-face, you may want to think about business cards and leaflets and those kind of things. You might want to think about another arm of your business where you're setting up like memberships and online courses, those kind of things. You know, it can, it can feel like a lot sometimes. It can feel like a hell of a lot. Things like email lists as well. So having to set up an email list or create a freebie so that you're bringing people onto your list, getting those lovely subscribers coming in. It might be like, I don't know, setting up a podcast or a blog. It can just feel like loads and loads and loads, especially when it comes to marketing. And that is obviously a really, really big part of of business is marketing, putting yourself out there, making sure that people are able to see you, they can see what you do, how you help people, that you can get them the results that they're looking for as well. But sometimes, yeah, it just feels like it's loads. It's absolutely loads and it can overwhelm our minds and we can end up just doing nothing at all. So maybe that's the case for you, right? Maybe that's why you're procrastinating on just starting, starting that long list and getting things done. Sometimes for me as well, when I'm feeling like I really need some just downtime and some time away from the spotlight. So I do talk a lot about being an introvert. And for me, that means that I do need time in my own space and quite a lot of time actually in my own space, just not feeling like I need to perform, right? Not being in the spotlight. I need that deeply actually, just being in my own space. So sometimes when it comes to okay, I need to make sure that I'm getting these podcasts out there. I need to record an episode or batch create a few episodes. Sometimes I'm just like, oh, I just really, I just really don't want to do that, right? It's okay as well for you to feel this way sometimes. But I know personally for me that this is a great thing, right? Me doing these episodes and putting myself out there on a podcast is a great thing for my business. It is a great thing for my potential clients as well. It's a great thing for putting myself out there and being visible. So I've committed to that. It works for me as well because I don't have to show up on camera, which is more of a draining type of way for me to show up. The podcast is like a happy medium, I suppose, in that way. But sometimes there are, you know, there are points where I'm just like, I really would rather not do that. And I'd rather just go into my own little world and do some crafting and stuff like that. But that's okay. It does happen sometimes. It is about giving ourselves that boost. It is about finding that motivation to do it as well. But the first thing that I want you to do here is really bring into your awareness right? Recognise your own personal procrastination habits. That is the key. So really get curious about what is that for me? Why am I procrastinating on this? Is it because I don't enjoy it? Is it because I'm a little bit scared of what might happen if I do do that thing? Is it because, I don't know, I just, I'd rather be doing something else right now. So really get curious on these things because it can really guide you, as I mentioned, into making some really important decisions that you may need to make in your business. So what is that for you, right? Just be be super curious, ask these questions in your mind about why you're procrastinating on that. 
we really just need to be thinking more about how can I be more proactive? How can I create an environment where I am super efficient and really productive in my business? Because if we're not, and we're putting things off all of the time, then we're not gonna get to where we wanna be, are we? We're not gonna get to that goal, that big goal that we have. We're not gonna be able to create that dream life that we have for ourselves, right? So it's really, really important that we're not just consistently procrastinating on things because it's gonna hold us back. It's really gonna hold us back. So I wanna talk a little bit about some of the strategies that you can use to actually overcome your procrastination. So the first one, I want you to think about breaking it down. There is a real power in just breaking those tasks down into much smaller and manageable steps for yourself. So this comes from obviously having a plan, first of all, knowing what you actually want to achieve in the first place and breaking it down into smaller tasks that you can put into each of the weeks and each of the days that you have going on, right? So you know that instantly when you wake up in the morning, right, what have I got to complete today? What are these tasks that I need to work through? They're all laid out for you in a really, really easy way and breaking them down so that they're more manageable and they're not so overwhelming as well. So it really is about having that bigger goal, having that plan that supports that goal and breaking all of that down into much, much smaller tasks as well. What I would say as well is think about prioritizing your most important tasks each day. So whenever you're thinking, oh my God, I've got so much to do today, always look at what is the most important thing for you to be doing today so that you do get those done. If nothing else, you get those done, like three top tasks. It could be one task as well, if it's like a bigger task that's gonna take you a little bit more time. But prioritize those most important tasks first so that you're always, yeah, prioritizing the important tasks that are going to move the needle forwards in your business, not the ones that you think are, oh, that's just easy, but, it's not really going to do anything. It's not going to have any benefit for your business, but you'll just do it because it's, you know, it's easy. Prioritize those things that are most important that are going to help you to reach that, that big goal that you have, right? So prioritize your most important tasks as well. And if you get nothing else done that day, apart from that one important task or those three important tasks, you're going to be much better off because of that. Okay, so commit as well to working on one thing, one single thing for a short burst. So if there's something like a, a task that you think is potentially gonna take you hours and hours to actually complete that task, just say to yourself, right, I'm gonna work on this specific thing for the next 20 minutes and that's it. And then we'll see how we go. I'm gonna just commit to that. And then if you end up going past that and you find that wind behind you, to actually continue working on that task, that's great, that's amazing, right? But set yourself a timer and say to yourself, right, I'm just gonna work on this thing for 20 minutes. Set the timer, press um, start on that timer, and then just work through. And then when it comes to the end of that, if you want to just pack up and, and stop working on that thing, that's absolutely fine, right? You still feel like you're winning then. You've still made progress on that specific task. So commit to working on one thing 
in short bursts. It could be 10 minutes, it could be 20 minutes, you might wanna go for an hour, something like that. But this also is about understanding how you work and what's gonna work for you, really, in that sense. If you feel like short and much shorter bursts are gonna work for you, great, that's, that's absolutely fine. Just stick to that and commit to that. If it's longer stretches like um, 60 minutes, then go for that. So think about what's going to work for you. And also time block your tasks as well with a default diary. So I have talked about having a default diary in the past and it's really, really important to have something like this because it gives you a bit of a plan for your weeks essentially. So you have like a diary where you've got Monday to Friday if you work on weekends as well, you could absolutely put Saturday and Sunday in there as well. And you just basically time block out specific kind of categories of tasks. And this might be things like obviously putting your client facing times within there. So think about what are the times that work for you, you are actually going to be serving your clients and stick those into your diary. Then you might have another time block for things like content creation for social media. Then you might have another area where it's looking at sorting out your finances, something like that. So going in and sorting out your expenses and your tax and things like that. And just doing a check-in each week. There might be an area where you're um, looking at recording podcast episodes, right? On like a Friday afternoon. There'll be areas for things like lunch, so you're taking a break here. There might be other areas where you're just like, I'm off for this period. Like maybe a Friday afternoon, you say, I'm not gonna be working on a Friday afternoon. So you're gonna be off and you don't put anything in there. That's for you, that's your self-care time. That's for you to take for yourself to do what brings you joy, essentially. So making sure that you have that default diary so that you have a bit of a plan in front of you and you know exactly what you're going to be working on, what areas of the business you are going to be working on at specific times in the week. So pull that together because that will help you massively when it comes to procrastination for sure. Another area that I want to talk about is adopt a proactive mindset, right? So it can be easy to slip back into that kind of lazy way of thinking, I suppose. My default is actually just lazy, just chill and <laughs> just, no, it's fine. I don't have to do that today. I am naturally quite lazy in that way, but I've put in place lots of things to support me, right? I have tools and automations and actual support from other people in my business. And also just me focusing on goals and where I want to take my business and how I want to help people, that motivates me massively, right? That makes me have that proactive mindset. So the first thing that we want to look at here is really getting super, super clear on those goals that you have for your business and your life as well. So setting realistic and achievable goals is really important here. So we don't want it to be a massive stretch that it just seems unachievable, like you're never ever gonna get there. We want it to be a stretch, we do want it to push you, but we want it to be realistic, like you can actually get there and you're excited about it as well. So looking at obviously what in your business you want to achieve, 
What are the, those goals that you want to achieve in your business? But what are those goals that you want to achieve in your life as well? So break those two areas down. So personal goals, what do you want to achieve for yourself? And what do you want to achieve for the business? It might be like a money goal for the business. I want to reach X amount in revenue this year. Personal goals, it might be something like, I don't know, I want to take three holidays this year abroad or I want to be working less than 30 hours a week this year, or in my case, I want to build um, an extension on my house, which is very, very exciting. I'm in the early stages of doing that right now, but it's been a goal for the last kind of couple of years to get to the point where I'm, you know, in a position to be able to go ahead with the extension. So that's super excited. That's really motivating for me as well to push my business, to um, make more money in my business, to help more people in my business so that I can get that extension and be in a position where I can pay for that. So look at what those goals are to you. What's important to you? What do you want to achieve? Get really excited about it as well because it is exciting. Goals are exciting, right? It doesn't cost you anything to set those goals. It's easy, it's free to do. So you may as well get in touch with what speaks to your heart, what speaks to your soul, and um, what do you want to achieve and write it down, right? Capture this, capture those goals that you have for your business and your life. Use visualization as well and positive affirmations to keep you in that go-getting attitude. So literally visualizing in your mind exactly what you want your life to look like and your business to look like is super, super powerful. So, so powerful to be doing this. So just take some time for yourself for five minutes, close your eyes, get yourself into a really comfortable position and just literally in your mind, bring up those images of who you are as that business owner. What does that look like? What does your life look like? Where are you living? Who are you living with? What do you do for fun? What are your hobbies? Those kind of things. Get really clear on that and bring that into your mind. It is such a powerful motivator. You might want to have positive affirmations and things that you dot around your your house as well. It's a really, really nice thing to do because it's a little reminder And it's a little way to, I suppose, trick your mind into thinking, yes, whatever mindset struggles that you have right now, use that to form your positive affirmations. So if you're struggling with not being good enough or imposter syndrome, it might be, I am good enough. I have always been good enough. I always will be good enough. Something like that would be a lovely, lovely positive affirmation for you. It might be, I made £100,000 this year, you know? Whatever is important to you, whatever it is that you need to shift your mindset around, those positive affirmations can be really powerful for that. Create as well a supportive environment for productivity to make you feel more productive. So when you're in a place where you're working, wherever that is, look at your surrounding workspace right? What might need to change there to make you feel more productive and stop procrastinating on the things that you need to be doing? 
So it might be that right now your workspace is a little bit cluttered. It doesn't inspire joy or creativity at all. You know, there might be something that you can do there really easily to just make that space more inviting and more productive. So it might be that you just need to clear away some things. You might need to do some little decoration, put some plants in places. That's always nice for just generally creating a much nicer space. Plants are amazing. So just look at what needs to change there, what potentially needs to change there to help you be more productive so that you'll you'll sit more comfortably in that space and do the work that you need to do. You might want to look as well at getting an accountability partner. This can be a great thing. It really, really can. Just having someone there where you meet up on occasion, maybe like every week for an hour and you just ask each other, what do you want to achieve this week? and then you check in with each other the week after. You might have some like work sprints together as well, where you literally come together for an hour and you just get stuff done. You bring to the call what you want to work on, some tasks that you want to complete, and then you just get it done together, right? So accountability partners can be awesome in that respect. And likewise, working with a mentor that will help keep you on track as well is a super, super powerful thing. So it's why I have accountability sessions in my club, my Pet Biz Thrive Online club, is to help people in there keep moving forwards and achieving those wins, those things that are important to them, right? So I do ask them personally what they want to achieve next month, those three big intentions for next month. And then I check in with them mid-month to see how they're getting on, if there's any more support that they need. We've got other accountability things in there as well, like having threads within the Facebook group so that they can set their goals and celebrate their wins Monday to Friday. Having that support in place can really help you to keep you moving forwards so that you don't stay stagnant at any point, right? So mentors like that and having an accountability partner can really, really help you with that. Use tools and resources as well to help you become as efficient and productive as possible. So I've mentioned tools a lot in the past and there are plenty, so, so many tools and apps out there that can help you stay productive. So I'll mention one here. For me personally, in terms of laying out my tasks and things, I use Trello because it helps me to organise my days and my weeks. Every single Friday of the week, I go into my weekly to-do list and I set those individual tasks for each day. So when it comes to Monday morning, I know exactly what I need to be doing. It's all laid out for me, right? So within Trello, you can create basically lists and within those lists, you could just have Monday to Friday. So you could have a list for each of the, the days of the week. And then within that, you can put cards within there and write out what your task is. And then you might have a done list and you can literally just drag and drop those tasks into the done list when you've done them. So it really helps you to see in a really visualized way what needs to happen this week and be able to tick them off as you go along because there's nothing nicer than being able to go, oh, that's done, that's done, that's going in the done pile. So a platform like that can really help you with just organising and see exactly what you need to do in front of you so there's no overwhelm 
and just make sure that you're consistently moving forwards and having that motivation to move forwards and get things done without thinking, oh, I'm too overwhelmed, there's too much to do, so I'm just not going to do anything, which can happen, right? And there's time tracking apps and things um, out there as well, like Toggle. Toggle's a great one, T-O-G-G-L. And that can just really help you to understand where you're spending your time. So for that, it will track all of the different categories, I suppose. So you could put some categories in there for, I'm working on content creation right now. I am working on, I don't know, outreach or something and collaborating with other people. Looking at basically where you're spending your time in your business and what is working for you, what might not be working for you there as well. And so Toggle's a great one for that. Think about analysing your business as well through the drop, delegate and automate method. So looking at basically what can you drop that's not serving you anymore. So there may be things in your business at the moment that just aren't working at all. They're just not working for you. There's no reason for them to be there. They're just taking up your time and not actually giving you anything in return. Those are the kind of things where we just put on the back burner or just drop entirely. So think about what in your business you may need to drop there. Delegate as well. So are there some tasks in your business that you can delegate to other people? right, that other people can be doing that you don't need to be doing. This often falls into the category of admin, right? So the admin task, the menial task that we don't need to be doing, that other people can just take off our plates to free up our time a little bit more. So where can you delegate some of those tasks in your business? It might be managing your email inbox, right? It might be scheduling your social media content. It might be managing your communities. So you've got like a free Facebook community or a paid community. It might be helping you to manage those. Lots of other things, right? There's loads of other areas of the business that you don't need to be doing because what we want you to be doing is focusing on your area of genius, your zone of genius, where you operate best, right? The thing that you do best and brings you most joy. So what can you delegate? And then what can you automate as well? So there are lots and lots of things that you can automate in your business. So many tools and platforms out there that can just take more of those menial tasks off your plate. So yeah, looking at things like email, right? Having an email marketing system so that when you bring subscribers onto your list, you can automate sending messages to them and nurturing that relationship with them. Social media schedulers, so making sure that you're not going into your social media every single day, you're scheduling it out so that you don't have to be doing any of that, right? Booking systems as well, so you're not back and forth with people saying, oh, is this day okay for you? Is this day okay for you? Which just takes up a lot of time. You can have a booking system there so they can see very, very clearly when you're available and when they can book in for that, right? There's lots of areas that you can automate here. So really think about that. And then lastly, I just want to talk a little bit about overcoming some procrastination challenges here. So in some cases, it may be that we have a fear of failure, maybe even a fear of success, actually, or something like perfectionism. And that's the thing that is making us procrastinate. 
right? So we're fearing potentially, oh, I don't want to do that. I'm putting that off because I'm too scared to actually fail. What if I make a mistake? What if this doesn't work out for me? So you put it off and you put it off and you don't do it because that's in your mind. That's at the back of your mind and it's controlling your behaviors and the actions that you take. Same for fear of success, right? And that was a big one for me as well, fear of success. I was worried essentially about having that responsibility. What will happen if I become a success and I've got so many people that I need to look after? You know, what happens if I'm just unable to do that and I really just want to hide away and I need that time for myself or one of my illnesses is flaring up and I'm unable to actually be present and, and serve them? That was a big thing for me. And also the whole tax thing, right? A lot of us are scared of tax and messing things up. So when you're a success and you get to a certain income level, then that's a really big thing, like worried about getting in trouble for not having your taxes straight and all of that stuff. So these are very, very real things that can stop us in our tracks and make us procrastinate on them. Perfectionism as well, just basically procrastinating because we want it to be perfect. We want it to be absolutely perfect before we get it out there to the world, whatever that is for you. On the other side of that as well, I do want to have a little word about dealing with overwhelm and burnout in this case, because we do need to balance being that go-getter that gets things done with looking after ourselves, because we don't want to be in a position where we're just like, yeah, I'm, I need to get things done. You know, you've got that attitude of, right, I'm going to make this happen now. And I just need to work and work and work and work. And that is what's going to get me to where I want to be, right? That is what is going to get me to that successful dog trainer, pet sitter, pet behaviorist, is if I just work my socks off and I don't have any fun or do the things that, that make me happy. If I just focus on my business right now, then I will get there. But that's really not the case either. We need to balance that. It is so important that you look after yourself in that process as well, on that journey, because otherwise you're just going to end up burning out. You're just going to end up feeling resentful towards your business because you're just overworked, massively overworked and exhausted. And I know this from experience. I used to work far, far too much, many, many hours a week. It was 50 plus hours a week. And that is a lot for me. That may not seem like a lot to everyone, but for me, that was absolutely loads. And I felt like just a shell of myself, essentially, because I was just working far, far too much and just not having any fun, just like literally depriving myself of having any fun and thinking, I will have fun, I'll be able to do this when I've made enough money. I had that kind of mentality around it. So we really need to balance that. Yes, be that proactive, have that pro proactive mindset and be a, a real go-getter with this and get those things done. But do make sure that in between that, you look after yourself and you have fun along the way, along that journey, right? It is so, so important because you cannot get to where you want to be just by hustling, by rushing, by putting that pressure on yourself. So make sure that you're balancing that, really important. 
and also just generally in a general sense learning as well from setbacks right there will always be setbacks there will always be moments where we make mistakes we will have failures and that's absolutely okay because we can turn these into real opportunities for growth as well they are real learning opportunities when that does happen so don't use that those failures and things as an excuse to procrastinate as well I don't want you to be doing that because the quicker that we get back on the horse the quicker that we can get to that goal that we have. It's totally okay to have those failures. It's totally okay to make mistakes. It really is. We all do it. We all do it as business owners. So if you do feel like, oh, I'm procrastinating on that because for whatever reason, this didn't work out before and I just feel like it's not going to work out again. So I'm not, I'm not going to jump straight into that. You know, whatever that looks like for you, Just learn from those setbacks, those mistakes, those failures that do happen and just go again, just go again, put yourself out there again. So that's the the really important thing here. So I want to encourage you to just, whatever it is that you're procrastinating on right now, take action. Do one small thing to take action on that thing right now, today, today. And as I mentioned, this can just be you setting a timer for 20 minutes and just working on that thing for 20 minutes, right? And seeing where you go and being open to potentially working on that a little bit further if it does happen, because you may find that you get in flow and things just, yeah, they just start moving and everything clicks into place. But just, I want to encourage you to take action and put in place some of those things that can help you be more productive and efficient as well and overcome that procrastination. But yeah, become curious as well. Get really curious about what that is for you, first of all. So why are you procrastinating on this, right? Uncover that first of all. All right, so I do wanna mention as well, one last thing. So there's a special offer on the Pet Biz Thrive Online Club at the moment. It's available until 8 p.m. UK time tonight. So do head over there and check that out at carlyedwards.com forward slash club. So that's where you can read all about it. So this is my 12 month signature program, right? Where we help you to become the go-to pet business owner in your field without burning you out, even if you're an introvert. And we help you to essentially make more money in your business, reduce your workload as well, help you to streamline things in your business so that it's easier, it feels more fun and free and you become wildly profitable too. So do head over there and check that out. We would love to welcome you in. Any questions about that at all, do email me at hello at carlyedwards.com and I can um, answer those for you, no problem at all. But yeah, I hope to see you in there. I hope you found that useful as well and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Limitless Pet Business Podcast. If you like the episode or you think it'll be useful for a pet biz buddy, please leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you have any questions, let me know on Facebook at The Carly Edwards. And remember, dream it and make it happen.